Bevakama, Perakes, Mishnah Zayin, 9-7. And the Mishnah continues to discuss these halachas that apply to one who swears falsely regarding not owing someone else money. As you saw already before, the consequence of that is when a person wants to do tshuva, he has to not just give back what he stole, but he also has to pay an extra penalty of a chomesh, 25%, and then he can also bring, at that point, um, once he's returned the principal, he can bring a an asham gazelos, this, this carbon. So our mission is going to bring up the new point, which is what happens if a person, let's say, steals $100 from his friend, the friend confronts him, he swears he never stole the money, then he admits he stole it, now he has to give not, back, not just 100 back, but actually $125 back. And let's say at that point, you know, he gives the guy, the victim, his victim back 100 and then the, you know, the victim says, hey, where's the 125 And the thief says, what do you mean? I gave that 125 I gave you all of it. And then he says, so swear to me on the 25 and the thief swears for a second time now falsely that he gave the 25 when he didn't, and then he wants to do tshuva. So the point is he'll have to give a chomish on that chomish. He has to give 25% on that 25 So another, like, in addition to the 25, but also like another quarter of that, which is like 625, okay? So um, that could go on ad infinitum, in theory, uh, until the amount of money that he is denying falsely, swearing falsely about, is worth less than a pruta. That's the first case the Mishnah says inside. It says, The thief returns after swearing falsely the first time. Now trying to make amends, he returns um, the principal that he stole, the hundred he stole, and he takes a, he swears falsely now for a second time regarding the chomish. Then, if he wants to know, you know, make amends and and right his wrong and repairs the damage done to his you know his his soul, hareze mishalem chomish ala chomish. He has to now not just give back the chomish he owed all along, but also a chomish on that chomish twenty five percent of the twenty five percent. So, like I said in the example I gave, it's another six dollars twenty five, which is twenty five percent of uh, of twenty five. Until the amount about which he is swearing falsely is worth less than one pruta. Now, that's just a little bit confusing here. The mission is referring to the amount on which he's swearing, and is referring to that as the keren, even though in the context of our Mishnah, it's the original keren, of course, is what he stole the first time. But this is like a new stealing, if you will. Um, so we're referring to the second amount, which was the chomish. Now we're turning that into what's called the keren. Okay. I think that's straightforward. So the Mishnah says that's true when it comes to taking someone who doesn't belong to. They're actually in the Pasuk that talks about the Asham Gazelos in Vayikra Perakei, it actually lists five different ways in which you give them the hook for an Asham Gazelos. And that's what the Mishnah is now going to bring out. It says, Vachain, the same principle that if you swear falsely regarding owing someone money and then you lied about it but you want to now right your wrong you have to return not just the stolen thing or what you owe but rather adding the 25% so that applies to a variety of cases besides um, taking something which isn't yours so the missionary says same goes with the picadon if I deposit something by you I say do me a favor could you just watch my granola bar for me I'm going away for a bit I'll come back and get it later on and when I come back I say where's my granola bar and you say uh, you know I don't know it's, it's, it's lost it's lost really you ate it so then, if you want to make amends, since you swore, if you swore falsely, and swore, if, I, if you swore you didn't know where it was, you'd have to give back not just a granola bar, but 25% more than that as well. So that's what the Mishnah says now. V'chein b'pikadon, also a deposit. Shneemar, as the Pasuk says, this is the, again, the Pasuk in Vayikra Perakei, starting from Pasuk Chaf Aleph, 21. It says, v'chichesh b'miso, when a person, like, you know, lies to his friend, suppressing what he owes him, with something that was deposited by him. Oh, 
bishumis yad. Uh, that's like a loan, essentially. So in other words, um, the the thief was first was borrowed money, and now he denies that he owes it, or he said claims falsely paid it back. O begazel, or someone that was stolen. That's our old case, original case here. O ashak es amiso. If a person um, oshek is to owe somebody money and then refuse to pay them to withhold their wages. So that's again, you owe the, the worker money. You don't pay it, and you deny owing it falsely, and if you swear about that falsely, and now you kick them the same obligation. And also, you have o matza aveda vechicheshba. If you find someone's wallet, then you keep the wallet, and then later on you get called out on it, and you swear falsely that you don't have it, but you really do. When you want to give back the wallet, you have to give back not just the wallet, but also 25%, and then the Asham Gazelos. In all those cases, if finishba al sheker, if then the person swears falsely, etc., then the din is, now the Pasuk ends, but the Mishnah says, Harezim Mishalem Karen V'chomesh V'asham. The person has to pay back Karen, what he actually owes, plus the Chomesh, 25% more, and then he can bring this Korban Asham, this guilt offering, the Asham Gazelos. Okay. So those are the five ways in which this could happen, says the Pasuk. Now, new paragraph, if you will. Um, now we're going to talk about an interesting case where a person is functioning as a Shomer Chinam, an unpaid watchman, meaning that this guy who's, you know, when he was watching the granola bar, he was doing it as a, as a favor um, to the guy who gave it to him to watch. He's not getting paid anything. So the rule is that if someone is a shomer chinam, unpaid custodian, he's pater from Geneva and Aveda. In the event that the granola bar, if that's what was deposited, um, just goes missing, that's Aveda, or someone steals it, that's Geneva. So then the unpaid watchman is going to be, you know, innocent. He doesn't have to... He's not responsible to make the depositor whole because he was just doing him a favor. In contrast, if you like be a Shomer Sachar, not the case for Mishnah, if you're paid for your guardian custodian services, then you'd be liable um, if it went you know, missing or stolen because that's what you're being paid to do, to watch it. In any case, so here, if we have a case of a Shomer Chinam who would be exempt uh, from Ganeva and Aveda if the Gnola Bar went missing, so then if the depositor says, Heichan Pikduni, where is the thing I deposited with you, where's my granola bar I gave you to watch? Amr lo, and the custodian says, Avad, I don't know what's gone. It's lost. I don't know what happened to it. And therefore, I don't owe you anything. I'm off the hook. Okay? So now, if the person who deposited the granola bar says, Mashbi acha ani, like, not translating literally, but it means, so swear to me. The guy says, swear to me, you don't know where the granola bar is. Literally means something like, I put you under oath that what you're saying is true. Va'amar and the custodian who was watching the granola bar, the Shomer Chinam, he says, Amen. Amen, like we know means like, yes, what you said I believe is 100% true. Normally, Amen. So you can ex- essentially accept upon yourself the burden, the liability, the consequence of taking a shvua if someone says a shvua on your behalf and you just answer amen. We see that from the case of the sota, and uh, you know we see something similar every time shomei kaona. Someone makes a you know makes kiddush for you and you say amen. It's like you said kiddush for yourself. So it works here the same way with the shvua. So this guy essentially swore falsely. Just note he didn't use the word swear. He didn't invoke God's name. He just said yes, I agreed that I swear that I didn't that uh that what you said that you make me swear. I agree to that. That I don't have your object. And then he's actually a liar. Then after that, the witnesses come and they say, We saw you eat their granola bar. And now, so he's busted. Okay? So now, what's the consequences? Mishalim Karen. Of course, the 
unpaid custodian, the Shomarchinam, is actually a thief. He has to now give back the value of a granola bar, that's for sure. And that's all. No reason to add a chomesh, uh, because he isn't looking to do tshuva, he's not admitting anything, that he was busted out by the Edom, and therefore he can't bring an asham, because he didn't do right. And if you're wondering, what about like kefal stuff? The answer is, for now, there's no kefal payment, even though he took what wasn't his, because he didn't really take it. It was given to him. So since it was given to him with permission, he just then kept it. It's not quite Geneva. And if his claim is for just, it was lost, he wouldn't have to pay even, um, even a kefal, he paid nothing. Now, if Hoda Ma'atzmo, if the Shomer Chinam admits by himself that he ate their granola bar, so then Mishalm Karen Vachomesh, then he would indeed be able to return the Karen, pay the Chomesh, and um, then bring his Asham. Okay, because the idea is that you're only going to bring your, give your Chomesh payment and bring your Korban Asham uh, if you admit and you're trying to do tshuva. Without that, if you stick your heels in and stick to your lie, you can't do tshuva, so you don't pay the care and, and don't do the chomesh. You know, don't, don't do the asham. You're not afforded that um, opportunity to, to cleanse yourself. Um, if you'll ask, wait a second, what happens if first the adim comes, so he's busted out, he returns the girl bar, and at first maybe he's lying, but eventually he admits he wants to do right, so he admits he stole it. At that point, since he fessed up and he already gave back the girl bar, um, he would be allowed to bring his um, asham to get atonement, since he's trying to get atonement now. Um, as far as bringing the Chomesh, uh, after having the, the Eidu having busted him out, that's actually Machlok's Roshonim. Okay, so that, that piece is a question mark. And that's the end of this Mishnah, but really the next Mishnah is a really a straight continuation of this very case. So um, if you can, listen to the next one uh, back-to-back with this one.